Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. Today I'm going to share with you my number one relationship secret. This is how you can have a great relationship with your wife, with your kids, with whoever you want to have a good relationship with, with yourself even. Um, so we're going to go into it. Uh, my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach for uh, men and couples, and I help high achieving men have more intimate marriages. So when we look at defining a relationship, so <laughs> when I was in college, they, there was this joke about like having these DTRs with uh, someone you were uh, dating or whatever, define the relationship. I don't know, this just reminds me of that. But um, recently I just was thinking and kind of rediscovered that my main goal in life is to have a great relationship with God, with myself, with my wife and with each of my kids. Like if I can do that, I will have had a great life. And really the the goal in this podcast and what I'm doing is to help other uh, men in particular, but you know, couples, women too, to do that, that same thing. And to me, it goes in this order. You know, if you have a great relationship with God, you know, that helps you have a great relationship with yourself. That also helps you. And when you have a great relationship with yourself, that makes it a lot easier to have a great relationship with your wife and other people. So, but I want to ask you, you know, how exactly would you define a relationship? Okay. What is a relationship? When I say I want to have a great relationship, we need to figure out what a relationship actually is. So a lot of people will think, well, it's the connection I have with other people. It's the association I have with other people. Um, That's not a bad definition. Um, but, uh, Brooke Castillo and, and Jody Moore is kind of who I learned this from. What, what they would say is it's just the thoughts that you have about another person. So, you know, and I really like that definition. So again, a relationship is the thoughts that you have about another person, or if you were talking about yourself, the thoughts you have about yourself, which is really important because if you have a lot of negative self-talk or a lot of, um, you know, oh, you should have done better or that wasn't enough or you need to be more, you know, that's the relationship you have with yourself that kind of, and for high achieving guys, a lot of times that is kind of the dialogue. It's this, you need to do better. You need to push harder. That, that's not enough, you know, not enough, not enough. And that's a tough relationship. And when you have that internal relationship, you tend to try to get people around you or the accomplishments that you have to tell you that you are enough. But when you're telling yourself over and over, you're not enough, like nothing from the outside can change that. So you have to work on that relationship with yourself first, the thoughts about yourself first, that you are valuable, that you are enough. And again, that can come from God. Uh, if you believe in God, um, because if you can connect with that, you know, you can feel from him that you are enough, that you are valuable, that you are a son of God. And that's powerful. And you can keep your thoughts there instead. Then you have more um, feelings of love for yourself. And then it's a lot easier to go out and have love for other people. So um, short version <laughs> of kind of the, the overall kind of theme, what we're trying to do here. But um, again, so your relationship with somebody is what you think about people and what they think about you. Okay. This kind of goes, goes both ways. 
or with yourself, you know, like we talked about a little different, but same principle. So what do you think? And also how you feel now in, in the work we do, um, in the strongman system with my clients, we, we come to understand that the feelings that you have about someone are generated by the thoughts that you have. So if we can get in there and figure out the thoughts and then start adjusting those, we can actually also change the feelings. So here's the, here's what a lot of guys do, even understanding this, right. And just that is, is powerful to understand like, okay, like there's something I can do here. If I want a better relationship, what I need to work on now is the thoughts that I have about that person. And those will then generate the feelings that I have. But what most guys, <laughs> and I think this is human nature and kind of what we learn in our culture and society and stuff is what we try to do is change the relationship for example, with our wife, by trying to change their thoughts and feelings for us, right? So we go in there and we're like, our goal is, oh, okay, Mike, thanks for telling me. Yeah, my, my wife needs to change her thoughts and feelings towards me. So let me go and see what I can do to change those thoughts and feelings. Let me try to convince her. Let me try to talk her out of how she thinks about me now and, you know, show her, okay, right now she thinks I'm, I'm mean or selfish. Okay. Like I'm going to, I'm going to prove to her that I'm not. So you think I'm selfish? Well, look what everything that I do for you right? Or, you know, you think I, um, I didn't tell you the truth about this. Well, look at all the other times I did tell you the truth. So this is the approach a lot of guys will take. They'll try to change their wife's thoughts about them by sort of proving to her that her thoughts or beliefs about you are wrong. Okay. And it kind of makes sense, right? I mean, you'd think if you could sort of convince her that the way she's thinking about you is wrong, then that would sort of generate these more positive feelings. The problem is when you go about doing this, you're being manipulative, right? You're trying to change her instead of what do you think I'm going to say next? (laughs) Instead of looking at yourself, right? Instead of deciding, okay, like, okay, Mike, yeah, you told me I can change the thoughts. I can change the feelings. So instead of saying, okay, now my goal is to change my wife's thoughts and feelings. No, your goal can be, I need to change my thoughts and feelings towards my wife, right? So, but but again, men, they, they come into the relationship and they say, okay, so, all right, Mike, I understand. I've got to change my wife's thoughts and feelings. So I want my wife to feel sexually attracted to me, okay? Again, wanting to change her feelings. I want to get more attention from my wife. I want to change her behavior or the feeling of gratitude that generates the, that attention or affection, I want to win my wife back. If things are more extreme, your wife is separated from you. She's divorced. Okay. For her to come back, she's going to have to change her thoughts and feelings. Okay. A lot of guys say, I just want things to be the way they were when we were first married or, you know, a few years ago or whenever things were good in their relationship, which again is basically saying my wife needs to change so that we can get back there. Um, They want to have their wife trust them again. That's a lot of, you know, thoughts and feelings behind that or they want to have their wife appreciate them more. So guys, it's, it's normal, right? Most of the guys I talk to this is how they come in, you know, to, to the program. They want to change their wife. They want to change the way their wife thinks. They want to change the wife feels. They want to change what their wife does. It's understandable. Like I said, this is what we've been taught, you know? And so guys will, will go about trying to do this by doing nice things for their wife, right? 
So like doing like the five love languages. Okay. So there's, there's gifts. I'm going to buy my wife some gifts. There's uh, words of affirmation. I'm going to tell her how great she is. There's, um, physical touch. Okay. I'm going to, you know, try to give her a massage or a hug or a kiss her. Although usually it, when guys come to see me there, the physical part isn't going that great. Um, so the, or they'll say, uh, acts of service. Okay. So I'm going to go and, and clean the house and do the dishes. Right. And all of this, um, quality time. I'm going to try to, to spend more time with her. Okay. Now they do all this stuff, but their goal in all of this is to, again, change how their wife thinks and feels about them. Okay. So for example, you know, there have been times in my marriage where I have, uh, come home and bought flowers for my wife. Right. And I give them to her. But what am I actually hoping for in that moment? What I'm hoping for is when I give them to her, for her to light up, for her to get a big smile, for her to give me a hug and a kiss and tell me what a great husband I am, right? That's really what I'm wanting. The way that I know this is because there have been times where I've given my wife flowers and she has not reacted like that. And then I've immediately gotten disappointed or mad, right? Or frustrated or said, come on, like I'm doing this for you. Can't you just smile? Can't you just say thank you, Right which exposes that getting these flowers for her was actually not for her so much, but for me to get a reaction, right? We call this the mosquito, right? Where I do something nice, but it's not really just for her. It's for me. I'm saying, okay, I want my wife to feel good about me. So I'm going to do this so I can get that, right? It's a way of trying to purchase like emotional, what you want emotionally from her. Now this can work for a while, right? And early on in a marriage, it it might work because there's that in love experience and, you know, things are going great. But over time, your wife gets it. You know, she sees that you're doing these things, but it's not really for her. And that's when things start to go cold, right? So, and again, you, you expose yourself when you get mad and this is, this can be your key too. Okay. If I'm doing something nice for my wife and then I'm not getting the response I was hoping for, right? that exposes why you were doing it. You were trying to change her, right? You were trying to get something back from her, okay? So again, it's it's not a surprise that men try to fix things this way. This is what we learn, right? You scratch your back or yeah, I'll scratch your back. You scratch mine. Happy wife, happy life. I try to make her happy. She needs to make me happy back, okay? So we're trying to, again, kind of manage people's thoughts about us, right? PR, right? Uh, you know, we need to manage how people think about us. Okay. So we get this, it's in our culture everywhere, but unfortunately this approach, it is doomed to failure. It will not work. Okay. Here's the sad truth. You cannot change another person's thoughts and feelings. Okay. You just can't, you can't get in there and change the way they think about you or change the way they feel about you. Okay. If you could, great, but you cannot, (laughs) All right. And the the sad part is the more you try to do that, the more it's going to push her away. Okay. And why is that? It's because she senses it. She knows it's manipulative and that there's selfishness behind those actions. Especially you expose yourself when you, again, try to do something nice for her or you try to show her, no, like I am trustworthy or like that example, your wife says, Oh, I just can't trust you anymore. You're like, why not? Look at the the blah, blah, blah. These are the 10 things that I did this week to show you. I can trust you. And then she's like, whatever. 
right? She doesn't, she doesn't trust you because she knows you're trying to change her mind, right? Your, your, your goal is trying to get on her side of the relationship. So back to Jody Moore and Brooke Castillo, what they say about this is there's three types of business. There's your business, there's other people's business, and there's God's business. And you need to stay out of other people's business and God's business and just stay in your own business. Business being your thoughts and your emotions, right? So, because again, once you're jumping in and trying to manage all the people around you, it just doesn't feel good. It doesn't really feel good to you. And it definitely doesn't feel good to them. Okay. So, so we see what doesn't work, which is trying to get in and adjust how other people think and feel about you. Okay. Having that be your primary goal just doesn't work. Right. It's like in a, in a business, if your main goal is just to make money, right? You could you could lie and trick people, and some people do that, and they do make money. But at the end of the day, that business doesn't work long term, right? Why? Because the people can tell that they're just out for your money, right? Same thing in a relationship. You can do nice things, but eventually, if your wife realizes just to get something from her, you know it doesn't really work. She gets tired of that. She doesn't like it. So again, in a business, the main goal is going to be helping solve a problem for your customers or clients, right? And the better you do that, the more they refer people and the more that your business grows, right? Because your goal was actually provide a good product or service for people, right? And then your business does well because of that. So the same principle with a marriage, right? If your main goal is to help this person, to serve this person, right? You know, that's when things are going to go better. If you already have positive thoughts and feelings towards this person, they're more likely to generate positive thoughts and feelings towards you. So again, let's revisit what a relationship actually is. It's your thoughts and feelings towards another person and their thoughts and feelings towards you. Now, what part of that do you have control over? That's right. Your thoughts and feelings. Okay. We saw we cannot control our wife's thoughts and feelings towards us. Can we influence them? Sure. But it's this is kind of the whole point of the podcast. It has to be, that can't be the goal. The goal can't be change my wife's thoughts and feelings. Okay. But the good news is you can control your own thoughts and feelings towards your wife. Okay. So take a, take a second and, and do this little exercise. When you think about your wife, what kinds of thoughts come to mind? So just take a minute you know, if you're somewhere you can write it, write it down. If not, just kind of think in your mind, you know, what, when I think about my wife, what, what comes to mind? All right. So, you know, take some time notice, right? Cause there's probably, you know, there's probably some good thoughts about your wife, but if you sit for a while, if your relationship is struggling right now, or not quite where you want it, or even if it's kind of normal or okay, like you're going to have good thoughts and you're going to have bad thoughts about your wife. Good being more positive, bad being more negative thoughts about your wife. Okay. And so what kinds of feelings do those thoughts generate for you? So for example, if you're thinking, oh, you know, uh, my wife, she's so selfish, right? That's going to generate a feeling of anger probably towards her or dislike, 
right? Or if you're thinking, hey, my wife is uh, amazing. She's a great mother. She's very caring. You know, that's going to generate thoughts of love, of admiration for your wife. Okay. So I'm going to give you a recent example for me, right? So uh, my wife, if you've been listening for a while, you, you know this. If not, just catch you up. So she's been through a lot of trauma, including a lot of very serious sexual trauma. Um, and uh, recently, you know, those memories or something is just kind of brought some of that back, right? And so uh, right now she's needed to take kind of a step away from intimacy. And this happens now and then in our marriage. So, you know, I did this. Uh, I did this exercise for myself, right? Where I was realizing I was getting back into those old thought patterns that I had, um, you know, early in our marriage where, you know, I found these negative thoughts. They were there. This isn't fair. You know, I do so much for her. Why doesn't she work on this more? Why can't she just kind of get over it? Right. All those kind of thoughts, which generated feelings of anger, resentment, right? So I was still acting kindly, right? Uh, I was still kind of doing things around the house and cleaning and all that. But, you know, these kind of thoughts were still floating around. So my nice gestures for her, they kind of fell flat. And the reason this happens, and this happens with a lot of people, they kind of like fake through it. You know, this is the concept behind fake it until you make it. Like your actions are actually not in integrity with your your thoughts and feelings. Okay. So you can be thinking, oh man, you know, my wife's so mean, but I'm going to, you know, get her flowers anyway. Right. Then you get them from her, you get her for, you get them for her. All right. And then she doesn't respond well. And you're like, well, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't worth it. Right. Um, so you want your thoughts, feelings, and actions all to be in integrity. You want them all to line up with each other because when they're not, it just doesn't feel as good. You're out of integrity. Now, sometimes can you like, can an action, can it kind of work backwards? Like, could you buy flowers for your wife and have that kind of work backwards to change your thoughts and feelings? They can work that way. The point is though, like when you deliver those flowers, you want your thoughts and feelings to all be in integrity. Hey, my wife's great. She's struggling right now. I feel generous and caring towards her. I'm going to give her these flowers just to show like, Hey, I care about you right? So then that's all in integrity and that feels good. Okay. And so here's the point. You've already won at that point. You've already, your thoughts, feelings, actions are aligned. They're in a place where you feel good about your relationship with your wife is good because your thoughts and feelings towards her are positive. And then how do you think your wife's going to respond? Maybe she still responds kind of in a, in a, not the way you were hoping. Maybe she's not as excited, but now what's your reaction? Your reaction is probably Hey, like what, what's wrong? You know, are you, are you struggling? Is there anything I can do to help you? Right. And then guess how she's going to respond to that. Right. She's going to respond in, wow, you know, this is different. You know, he actually seems to care and that's awesome. Right. And so then that in turn, most likely generates her to also have positive thoughts and feelings towards you. Okay. Again, it's a paradox, but the more you focus on your own thoughts, feelings, and actions, making sure they're lined up with how you want to have them be towards your wife. And the less you focus on trying to change hers, the more likely hers will change. Okay. It's again, guys, it's a paradox, but it is hundred percent sure I've seen it happen many, many times in my own life, my own marriage and, and in my clients. Okay. 
So I also did this with, with my oldest son. So he's, he's 15 and a half. Um, he's definitely going through some, um, moodiness, some, um, definitely get some attitude towards me and my wife. Um, you know, looking back, I just sent an apology text to my parents this morning for acting this way towards them. I know I acted like this towards them, uh, for sure. And it's not very fun to be on the receiving end. But when I, when I did this exercise for my son, right, I started thinking, realizing I was having thoughts like, oh, he's rude. He's not working hard. He's being lazy, like all these kind of thoughts. Right. And so even when I would try to do something nice for him, again, these thoughts and feelings were behind it. So if I did something nice and then he was mean back, it kind of like proved my point, right? It proved that, oh, he is rude. He is ungrateful. Look at this kid, you know, can't believe him. Look at everything I do for him. And he's still doing this to me. Okay. So that still created distance. So doing something nice, again, still created distance because my thoughts and feelings were not aligned with my actions. I was out of integrity. Okay. And he could pick that up. People pick it up when you are not in integrity, when you do something nice, but your thoughts and feelings are not really behind that completely. Okay. So what I've been doing for the past few days and something I'd recommend for you is really being intentional about the thoughts that I choose to have about my wife and my son. So I do this in the morning. I like to do that in the morning. I think it's powerful to do it in the morning. So you kind of set it up. So for my wife, like some of the thoughts I've been generating for myself, she's strong, she's caring. She'll do just about anything I ask of her. She's an amazing mother. She's been through a lot. She's struggling with some of those memories right now. And I can be supportive. I can be helpful. I can be the opposite of what those people that abused her were, right? So then I feel good. Like that generates feelings of love towards her, of caring, of compassion, right? And so now when I do something nice, everything's aligned and we're good, right? Also, another key point is these are thoughts I really believe strongly. I totally 100% believe those things that I just listed. Um, Because what does not work is to say, Like if you're really in this mindset of, man, my wife, I can't believe what she's done. Why would she, like, if you're getting separated or divorced, why would she do this to the kids? I can't believe how selfish she's being, right? If you've got those thoughts going on and you believe those strongly, you know, you can't just all of a sudden say, oh, my wife's amazing and she's not selfish at all, right? Because if you don't believe it, it doesn't generate a genuine feeling, right? Your brain's saying, no, she's not. She's not. She's not generous. She's selfish. You want to get thoughts that you actually believe. Sometimes you have to remind yourself of evidence for that. Okay. How is she a good mom? How is she uh, someone that's caring? Why might she be acting this way? Right. Has she been through hard things? Does she just need some compassion right now? Right. So find something that you really resonate with, right. That you really believe or else this whole exercise does not work. It's not just like, I just have a positive mental attitude. No, it's, find the things that you really believe that can help generate feelings of love and compassion and caring for her. Okay. So again, for me, those those thoughts of, you know, she's strong, she's caring, she'll do what I ask of her. She's a great mom. She's been through a lot. She's struggling with some of that right now. I can be there for her. Okay. I feel loving for her. I feel grateful for her. I feel compassionate for her. Okay. And so when I feel that way, then when I do nice things, again, it's in integrity, it feels good to me, and then it can feel good to her, right? And then, again, like you're not trying to change or I'm not trying to change her behavior by doing this, 
But guess what happens when I start showing up in this way of my thoughts, feelings, and actions being aligned in a genuine, caring way? Guess how she responds in a caring and loving way, right? So, and then for my son, you know, he's kind, he's going through a normal phase of life. You know, it's hard. He's very motivated with school. Okay. So you know, like those kind of thoughts, I, I totally believe. Right. And so yesterday, you know, we, uh, we're going through some, uh, you know, so we watch like a Bible video on, on Sundays and we invited him to come. He was kind of not wanting to come. Um, but you know, after we were able to talk about it and just kind of explain our position, why we wanted him to, to be a part of that and letting him know, like he didn't have to believe it. Uh, we didn't want to force him to believe anything, but um, you know, it was something that helped us. And we wanted to share it with him, just sharing it from a place of real concern and love for him. And he was still kind of like, whatever, why should I read it? Why should I listen? Right. That kind of attitude. But usually that would make me really mad, especially about something important to me, like God and religion. But because I had these more positive thoughts in my mind of, hey, look, this is my son. He's going through transition. This is a normal phase of life. You know, he's a good kid. I love him. You know, I could kind of hear that attitude, but kind of look behind it and be like, you know, he's, he's probably having a hard time. And I just want to see if I can help him. Right. So generating those feelings of compassion and caring and love. I was able to manage it in that way. And I'm sure hundred percent sure God helped me a lot with that, <laughs> but this practice helped a lot. And that's the thing, like with prayer, with, with uh, you know, accessing God's help, he can help you think of those thoughts that are going to help you generate those feelings of love and compassion and caring uh, for your wife, for your kid, for whoever you want a good relationship with. All right. So in summary, guys, your relationship with others, it's your thoughts and feelings about them and theirs about you. And, so we all have kind of these these different thoughts, but I'd say it's like your overriding thoughts about them. The other thing I'd say is negative thoughts seem to be, for whatever reason, more powerful than positive thoughts. So even if you seem to you have like a fair amount of positive thoughts about someone, the negative thoughts seems to just kind of I don't know, kind of overpower it. I think our our brains are just kind of set up that way. So you know, you want to be intentional about the thoughts you choose about the people you want to have a relationship with, including yourself, very important about yourself. So again, you can't control their thoughts and feelings about you. The more you try, the more you drive them away because it is manipulative and it is controlling and nobody likes to be manipulated or controlled. Okay. So don't try to control her thoughts and feelings about you. Just stop doing that. Instead, take the time to be intentional about the thoughts you have about your wife and other people that you want a relationship with. So take some time, you know, sit down at a computer or handwrite it and just, okay, here's the good thoughts I have. Here's the bad thoughts I have. You know, you still want to get the bad thoughts out. You want to get them on paper, right? Because you want to get them out of your head. And then you want to choose the thoughts that you want to really believe and focus on. Okay. Because like every person, they have good traits, they have bad traits. But if you want to feel love and compassion for somebody, Okay. Again, that's what you can control. You can control how you think and feel about other people. Okay. You know, you want to really focus in on and choose to focus on and believe those thoughts that generate love and compassion for the other person. Cause like, it just feels better overall. It feels better for you to feel love and compassion for the people around you. It doesn't matter what they do in response. Like you want to feel love and compassion. You know, you can do it. <laughs> you have the power to do that. So Again, choose those thoughts 
that generate the feelings that you want towards your wife and others so that you walk around in the emotional state that you want to be in towards the people around you. Because if you already feel loving and compassionate towards the people around you, they can pick it up and they feel it. And again, here's the paradox is when you stop trying to change her thoughts and feelings about you and you just focus on, hey, like I want to be in a loving, compassionate, caring place towards my wife. Here's the thoughts that help me get there. I'm going to focus in on those thoughts, right? And act in ways consistent with those thoughts and feelings. You just stay on your side of the street. You don't try to control hers. When you do that, that's exactly when you're going to get a lot more of her changing her thoughts and feelings towards you. But she, she can sense it's all aligned. It's all genuine. You really care. Okay. And that's when she can say, huh, like this guy is different again, right? You didn't try to change her thoughts, but her thoughts changed. <laughs> that's the, the funny thing. And again, this is what's so hard for high achieving guys. Like usually your goal is, you know, you re- you set your goal and you reach it. Right. And it's this kind of external thing that you try to get and then you get it right? And then you feel good. But when you try to do that in a relationship, when you try to change your wife's thoughts and feelings, it backfires. It works the exact opposite. So you have to, again, focus on changing your thoughts and feelings and then kind of let her thoughts and feelings follow and kind of trust that it will um, and know that you're doing the best and most likely thing that will create that result. But keeping the win, right? Making the goal, just adjusting your thoughts and feelings because you can still have a caring relationship with someone that doesn't like you, right? You totally can. Um, and the more you do that, actually, the better you feel and the stronger you are spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. All right, guys. So stay strong. Choose those thoughts that generate the feelings you want towards your wife and the people around you. That is the secret. That's the number one secret to having great relationships. All right, men, stay strong. We'll see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.